Welcome back to the Two Pointers Podcast. I'm Trevor, and I've got uh, two guys here from On the Clock, and my boys Julian and Caleb. Uh, we did a little promotion or cross-promotion with them, uh, collab the other day. Uh, we did NBA tier list, contenders, pretenders. Um, here we're doing something cool format like that, but a little bit weirder. Um, I did not think that we were ready for storylines in two days. Well, Technically, I, it is two days, but basically no games have been played except for yesterday. Um, but we are here to do what's called an NBA Skins Draft. I'll introduce them first, and then I'll talk about what the game is and what it means. Uh, and then at the very end, I'll get their MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, all the award picks, uh, since I haven't had a chance to have them on just yet. So um, thank you for the support on the last episode uh, solo. I appreciate all the time and support you guys have put in to uh, just supporting me in the channel. So um, if you have any chance to, please subscribe, like, all the stuff right there below. All right, really quick, Julian, introduce yourself, uh, what you're doing in the basketball space, and then Caleb, right after that, go after him. How's it going, y'all? I'm Julian. Uh, I am one of the two hosts on for On the Clock, uh, upcoming podcasts on college basketball season soon. Um, I'm big in, into the draft scouting, uh, big writer. So if you check out ontheclockbb.com, you'll see a lot of my written content on there. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, uh, I'm Caleb. I am pretty much focused right now on uh, venturing into the college basketball space and scouting, um, you know, for the NBA draft. I, uh, we have, like Julian mentioned, we uh, host a podcast together and then we also have some more upcoming stuff um, that we're working on with Trevor as well as just in general on, on the clock, bb.com. The only two Suns and Sixers fans that I know, Julian being a Sixers guy and Caleb being a Suns guy, so uh, that was how Caleb and I met <laughs> was Devin Booker. So, looking forward to talking about this today. So, NBA skins draft. Uh, for those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, that's completely okay because until 12 hours ago, I didn't know what this was either. I thought this was a really cool idea. So, uh, skins is something in golf that if you don't know what it is, please look it up. I'm not going to be the guy that's going to be able to explain it to you easily. So, uh, it's a golf game originally, but um, with the NBA, your teams have wins and losses, obviously. And what we're trying to do is trying to build a point system with the most wins or the most losses, most total points. Um, so an example, uh, the Brooklyn Nets could go 60 and 22. Well, one of us can decide to take their losses and one of us can set, decide to take their wins. Those individual wins and losses are worth a point. So obviously don't take a team you think is going to only win, uh, excuse me, lose 22 games and vice versa. So you know, for example, if Julian picks the Brooklyn Nets wins, he thinks they're going to go 60 and 22, which by the way, you don't have to say the record, just that's, that could be part of your strategy. Um, I'm probably not going to want to take their losses because unless I think they're going to be a 35 win difference or loss difference. So super easy, um, probably a little bit easier for the audio audience maybe, but, uh, just understanding our thought process around some stuff, but, uh, It'd be fun either way. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we determined before the draft by playing Pirtle, which now thinking about it, I wish we had done that live. I think that would have been cooler. But uh, Pirtle's obviously still an awesome game. Yeah, no, some of us didn't do so well. Me neither. I got it in four. It was Kate Cunningham as you're listening to this the next day. But uh, <laughs> here we are. Uh, Julian decided to take the uh, second overall pick. Uh, I decided to go with the third overall pick. It's a snake draft, so obviously getting that in the turn. And then Caleb, uh, when unfortunately did not have a choice, um, got number one, but that means he'll have uh, a pick at the next turn of the second round. So uh, 10 total picks between us all, uh, 30 teams. I'm excited to do this. So it'll be a lot of fun. So uh, without further ado, uh, Caleb, first overall pick in the uh, 
inaugural, I guess you could say, two pointers podcast NBA skins draft. I 100% am doing this annually now. This is so cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to start it off uh, by picking, you know, my favorite team. I think that as a good fan, uh, you got to root for your team to win. And I think that, uh, you know, coming off a season where my Phoenix Suns won 60 plus games, even if we take a step back, like we talked about in our um, tier list contenders and pretenders video. Um, I still am going to take them for wins. Um, I want them to do well. You know, I will root for this team. I think they'll win around 50 games. I don't think it's like strictly a fan pick. I still believe in this team uh, for the most part, especially in the regular season. I, I think that they have two players on any given night with Paul and Booker that can put up monster stat lines and impact winning in a huge way. So, All right, Julian. You have the second overall pick. That is not where I thought this would go immediately. Yes, so I, I I think there's a slam dunk pick that should have gone I, number one, but Caleb let his fandom get in the way. I'm going to take Spurs losses. There it is. There it be is. Be happy <laughs> and ride all the way home with my extra 15 points because there is no way that the Spurs win 20 games this year. No way. Not a chance. So you're assuming so, you're getting 60 points what 62 points immediately like i'm getting i'm, yeah. I'm gonna take my 60 ish points off the bat no questions asked they got killed last night by a mediocre hornets team i i'm, I'm happy i should have i thought for sure that that pick was going to be gone and i was going to have my work cut out for me here but thank you caleb for being a good fan man this feels like a greg odin uh Feels like a Greg Oden, uh, Kevin Durant scenario. Hopefully not. Or maybe this is the 83 draft and I'm the one walking away with Michael Jordan. You never know. Um, I'm not going to let this influence my decision because, unfortunately, we are doing this uh, two days after the season started. So we've got a very small sample size, obviously. Some of these well, we teams have won. One already doing, so. Yeah, technically, yeah. You're and, right. and that's we're, why I'm we're glad both we're... on the board. We're both on the board. Right. And that's kind of why I'm glad we're doing it as quickly as possible because, you know, technically tonight could influence that as well. There's some teams that are getting their first wins and losses. So um, I, I really thought the Spurs would somehow be there. So I'm going to take the next best thing, even though the Jazz did beat the Nuggets last night. I do think the Jazz should should absolutely lose 60 games. I just I I'm going to get two picks either way because I'm at the turn here and I'm happy with it. Um, I'm going to take the Jazz losses and be, again, happy with my, uh, hopefully this is my Michael Jordan third overall in the 83 draft kind of pick. Uh, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Jazz losses because I think they stink even though they beat the Nuggets. Uh, fun fact, the Nuggets shot like 21% from three and the Jazz shot 45%. That's the only reason we're talking about this being an accidentally <laughs> bad pick, you know. So whatever, man. Uh, I am happy with the Jazz losses and I will move on from there. Uh, I also have the next uh, pick. So... With the next pick, I don't, I I just, I'm so, I thought I was getting the Spurs. I really did. That's what threw my whole draft strategy off. Oh, <laughs> man. I am going to take, God, there are so many bad teams. That's the problem. There's so many teams. I'm just like, that team sucks. Take their losses. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors wins. I think the Warriors are going to end up winning more games than I originally probably thought. And again, that could be clouded after, you know, opening night. But I just think this Golden State Warriors team is unbelievable. Their bench is literally six or seven deep. It just doesn't make any sense. And uh, I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors wins and the Jazz losses. Uh, who is up next? Julian? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a little torn here. 
I have a few ways. There's a few picks that I'm stuck between, but I think that the easiest one for me to make right now, I'm going to take the Grizzlies wins. Um, Super deep team. They're going to get Jaron Jackson back, and they're a very good team without him. John Morant could very well go into the MVP race this year, and I just think that that team is too well coached to not win 50-plus games. All right, the shrug from Caleb, so I'm curious where he goes with number six and seven here. I'm going to take the Pelicans wins. I was thinking about them. Okay. I'm going to take the Pelicans wins, and then I'm also going to take the Hornets losses. The Hornets losses. Okay. Yeah, I just absolutely stink. Huh. All right, uh, Hornets losses. All right. I'm not a big believer in a uh, LaMelo ball kind of – Helocentric offense. I think they're some pieces away from putting together like a stretch of wins. Like I just I see them being a team that beats teams like uh like the Spurs and no one else. All right. I did not think the Hornets were gonna go that quickly, but I do I mean Hornets Nation, please don't attack us, but or don't attack me actually. Let me be clear. I've always been very supportive. Oh boy. Um I mean, they they beat the crap out of the Spurs, but this is the Spurs we're talking about. I yeah, guess, that's right. I, that's that's why the Spurs were my slam dunk number one pick, honestly. Yeah. In part, I mean, they were up by, that... they were up by thirty seven at one point. The I'm coming to take the Spurs wins, bro. <laughs> I dare you. I oh, wholeheartedly it's your dare you. You're up. You're up, Julian. Yeah. Boy, again, right. man. Yep. Um. Second, second overall pick, never getting a back-to-back pick in this. Fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of tough, but I think I like the the fact that I'm just going to be able to pick from the middle. Yeah, Take the value where you see it. Yeah, I think there's going to be a, a lot of value. I think I'm going to take Pacers losses. Ah, um, that's ah, that's who I wanted to take last round. I should have done it. I'm an idiot. Ah. I was. I Honestly, I think that they were going to be my, my first-round pick if the Spurs – had gone off the board like they were supposed to um but i'll i'll take the value where i can get it uh in this third round here i don't think the bases are a very good team um i do hope that ben matherin plays well this year for him but just their lineup uh, miles turner's out because what what was it he got hurt by a ball boy yeah except on the foot of a ball boy we can have we can have not too bad we can have all right, I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take a almost a best of both worlds or a lesser of two evils, whichever you want to take. Because I do have back to back again. Um, I'm gonna take Celtics wins and Bucks wins, and just hope that they both are 50 win teams. I mean, I think at that point it's 100 points right there. So I think I have to safely and good value too. I mean, we're two, four, six. We're you no know what nine picks in, and I'm able to get the two number one seed contenders in the East. Obviously, we haven't seen Milwaukee play yet. Uh, recording this on, I uh, believe, the 20th. Yep, so I'm going to take Boston wins and Milwaukee wins, and I'm just going to be happy with having some of the best players in the world there supporting that. So uh, I am good to go from here. I will take those two. I believe it is Julian again. <laughs> I love this rotation. It's so good. I'm going to take my team to win. I'm going to take Sixers wins. There it is. I'm like uh, There it is. What? No, there I was it is. love like sick. No, I love it. Caleb? That was my next pick. I was going to take the Sixers win. Nice. I, right. um, I was I was hoping to get either the Celtics or the Bucks. I was thinking about it last 
round, but the Pacers' losses were just too appealing to pass out. I'm going to kind of repeat what Trevor just did with two teams that I'm fairly confident on, but in the other conference with the Nuggets and Dallas. I'm going to take both of those. I was I was looking at I was looking at the Nuggets. I didn't that think the they team. would fall to me. Yeah, but I was looking at the Nuggets. That was tough because I really I wanted them to, but I also realized like at least in the East, I'm taking a bet on the fact that neither of those are gonna, neither of those teams are gonna win less than 50 games in my opinion in the East. Uh, I just, yeah, I think you're right on that. I, I think at that point, I'm like the Nuggets could win 60. Don't get me wrong, I'm I'm bullish on that, and that's why I picked them as the one seed. But I also have to be realistic that that top of the West is probably going to be a lot tighter than I think I originally thought even before the season started so yeah i mean i've uh, picked four teams winning in the west the dallas one's hit or miss though because like honestly i depending on where we fell towards the end of the draft i mean i wouldn't i honestly was considering dallas losses but just because of the fact if they're floating in the play-in they're gonna have 35 losses that's 35 points you know i felt like Kristen was pretty good. i was pretty satisfied with a lot of the offense and defensive stuff that i saw from last night and it gives yep. me confidence. It's still Luca. Like it, Luca was still doing Luca things, and I think that that's the overarching storyline. And it's Jokic. You know, what I mean, they're both losers, but they have two of the best players in the world, two of the best five. Yep. All right. Uh, who is up now? I'm Julian back. again. Hey, Jason. I'm back. <laughs> All right. Who are, you, who are you taking in the middle here? Dude, I'm torn. There's I'm still really some really good stuff. Here. There's still I'm some really, really good stuff. I think. So I watched a I watched a lot of games last night just jumping around, and I think Houston has a lot of growing pains. So I'm going to go with Houston losses. I like that. I like that pick. Oh man, That's they good. they like there's talent on the roster, and you can see the potential. But I think a I don't think they're too well coached by Stephen Silas, and b Jalen Green is very turnover prone. Um, in his in like his early stages of developing as a playmaker, and I think that he's going to experience those growing pains through the, through the season, and like put up great numbers. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think that he's going to win them a lot of games. I think that the games they win are going to be because of Jalen Green, but I don't think they're going to win a lot of games in general, even with Jalen Green. All right, so I am back up again twice. So. I was going to hum and haw, but then I realized, like, I keep forgetting I'm going to have these two picks back-to-back every time. So I have to just – this is slightly a homer pick, and my audience is going to love this because I've said this for years, and I hate this team. I hate the roster around it. I think they suck. I'm going to take the one that I absolutely think is going to happen. I don't care who won last night. I, Port, Portland's losses. I think Portland stinks. They just happened to catch Sacramento on a bad night. I just – I best say bad night. It was night one, right? Sacramento should have had the home court advantage, everything – De'Aaron Fox literally tried to do everything. Sabonis had a bad night. God, I just they should have beat Portland. Portland is so bad. I hate it. I hate Portland so much. Sorry, Portland. Uh, I'm going to take Portland losses. And then at that turn, because I feel like I got the best value there, I just, they don't have Chet. I got to take Oklahoma losses. I cannot believe they fell this far. I cannot believe they fell this far. So I'm going to just take the value and be happy with it. Um, I wanted to take a couple of win teams, but... But boy, am I getting Oklahoma City in like the sixth round? Yeah, sure. I mean, hopefully my my friend Jill, uh, my friend Grayson's gonna love that that they fell that far. But whatever, man. With Chet, I wouldn't have even taken them in this draft. Probably they probably would have fell right in that middle spot. So I'm gonna comfortably take uh, Portland losses and OKC losses. 
I was hoping that OKC losses would, would come back around to me. I wasn't optimistic. I wasn't optimistic, no, but I was they hoping that they would. They weren't making it any further. Sorry. Um, oh, man. This is a tough one. There's there's a little bit. We're starting to get to the area where we got to do some gambling soon. And some, yeah, um, some, some like debating, too, because you're like, there's still a lot of good stuff on the board, dude. I'm serious. Like, I, I just, think... there's so much good stuff. I, th- I think magic losses is still an easy pick at this this stage. Yep. There it is. I don't. I. They look. They didn't look terrible against the Pistons last night. They did not. But they're in similar spots, and I'm I'm really not confident. And they have these weird lineup configurations that I don't even think they know what works right now. Very much an experimental year for them. So I think they're going to lose a lot of games. Okay, magic losses. I like it. Caleb, back to back picks. Heat wins, Knicks losses. All right, he's been Ooh. thinking. That was quick. Knicks losses. Knicks losses. Hey, look, they they could have they could be one and zero right now. I mean that that New York game uh, on what was it last night? I guess it would have been. Yeah, the ESPN early game was unbelievable. I the Thompson experiment. So far, oh, so far that's... through one game, it hasn't looked I good. Was, I wasn't a believer before. Like I mean, it just. Some of the sound like it's just too easy to guard that team. Everybody goes left. Nobody really nobody takes smart shots. Like, I mean, RJ Barrett legitimately at times like looks scared to attack the rim. Like he just any I mean, I hate to be that guy, but he looks overweight. So I'm sorry. I'm not a believer in the Knicks this year. Julius Randle looks great though. I mean, that's I awesome. I I, I and can't the believe he wins is simply because I think that like with how many uh with how many teams I feel like are going to be pro performers, um, especially like taking Hornets losses. I'm going to take Heat wins. Heat wins, right. I like. See, Trevor, I saw you highlighted my next pick. Uh, oh, no, I didn't mean to. I undid it. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. I was, <laughs> I, uh, I, I was, I'm surprised that Pistons losses doesn't get picked nice. over Knicks losses, but I'm going to take Pistons losses. Look, uh, I like I yeah. like their backcourt. Don't get me wrong. I like their backcourt. Jalen Duren looked good last night. Let's also remember they were playing the Orlando Magic. <laughs> let's not yeah. let's not get yeah. lost in that. They barely beat an Orlando Magic team without Cole Anthony with Jalen Suggs fouling out with five minutes to go. Um, so still I don't like think like them to win thirty games. They're they're still gonna win at least thirty. I don't think they're winning. Thir- I think they're winning between twenty-five and thirty. And even Talking if they win Pistons? thirty, that's still fifty-two points. That's, that's fifty-two points exactly. If he's taking losses, that's a huge chunk. I, that's man. That was one of the best values left. I think. All right, Detroit losses. All right. Well, I think I think the team I'm about to pick is going to be worse uh, than Detroit. So uh, I'm going to take what I think is the best loss value left. Um, and the Washington Wizards stink. I mean, I don't care. That they beat the Pacers last night. They played the they played the Pacers. Like the Pacers didn't want to win that game. Okay, the Pacers tried everything they could by you know intentionally hurting Miles. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Obviously, they did not intentionally <laughs> hurt Miles Turner. But um, no, I just I don't care who they played last night. That Wizards team is 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 horrid. Like I it's it's what it's my Portland team in the East. They're just the roster stinks and they have one good player. Um, so I'm going to assume that the East is going to beat the crap out of them. And I that division's pretty. Division's gotten better, but obviously Charlotte doesn't help that. Um, I am going to take the Wizards' losses with my first pick at the turn, and then I am going to also take the last win value that I feel good about, at least in my personal rankings, uh, and I'm going to take the Atlanta Hawks' wins. Talking about taking a oh. swing. 
this is where you take a swing. And I think Atlanta just wholeheartedly last night was – that was the best game in my opinion. I mean, both teams shot 30% or one of the best games. I can't say that. There were so many good games on. But both teams shot under 30% from three. And the reason Atlanta won – by the way, both teams shot like 23%, like unbelievably below 30 and both teams, yet something had to be the edge, and Murray had five steals. The Hawks had 12 steals as a team. They just looked like a completely transformed defensive team, and they have Okongwu coming back, and Clint Capella's looked like his good self again. So I just think that's some of the best value left. I'll take Atlanta Hawks wins. I do want to say, just to counteract that a little bit, um, the Rockets' turnovers were some of them were pretty egregious <laughs> they were they were that was one of the so, games i got i had to rewatch this morning so yes i agree with I, that but i do like i do agree though that Dejounte murray really does still look like an all-star that's that's not changing that backwards legit i'm gonna take what i think is my safest pick left i'm gonna take the deepest team in the league the la clippers wins nice um they're the only team that I'm really sure about at this point. Everyone else, yeah, I think they should be good, but I have some question marks. Um, so I think, yeah, um, I, I think it's going to be tougher if Kawhi or PG get hurt, which is very, very likely, and that scares the crap out of me. But outside of that, I'm, I'm really confident in just, especially with John Wall, I love John Wall, my favorite NBA player. So, All right. So if I'm doing the math right, Caleb uh, obviously had the number one overall pick, so he'll have the last uh, pick. He's got three more, so I believe it's only two rounds left if I'm doing the math right. Either way, um, we'll keep an eye on that. But Caleb has, in totality, three more picks, and I believe two of them are right here. So getting close to the end on what we think is uh, going to be our ninth, tenth picks. So, Caleb, uh, you are up. I see you writing it down, so I'll, for the for the listeners, uh, I'll let you go ahead and say it. Yeah, I got Bulls wins and T-Wolves wins. Um, I mean, the Bulls, I was hesitant to take them earlier, but I still think it's really good value with how good DeMar DeRozan is, like just how the levels that he's taken his game to, especially lately in terms of being able to carry a team. I'm still super confident in the rest of the team. I think they have a really underrated bench um, in terms of like the mix of guys they have and the way that they all play off each other. I think it's a really well-built team. And when they get Lonzo ball back, um, I don't know. I just think I, I see them being an easy 50 win team or around that range. So. I like it because if we had done this on Monday, I would have not liked the pick, but I definitely think what we saw from Chicago was a team that doesn't need to rush Lonzo. Like it just like, I don't even care if you don't like the rotation. Like I, I agree with you. I like the rotation. That's and it. I, he's, he's where they start and end. And I, and I love that. Um, and I think the, if you look at that duo of him and Levine, and it's like, that's such a dynamic scoring backcourt that they're going to win games. And then the and they didn't even have Levine they, last night. That's the craziest thing. They'll have yeah. it moving forward. They just, they managed it right. The left knee management, whatever. Yeah. And he's then fine. I mean, the T-Wolves pick, I mean, we saw the – I'm not – this is not an overreaction to the Gobert debut with them last night. It's more of like a reaffirmation on my take on Anthony Edwards. I think he's going to, you know, take another step. Um, and that team has arguably one of the best uh, starting fives in the league with kind of the talent that they've put together. Um, so I think that that's another 48-50 to 50 win team. Uh, I think, you know, this year, obviously both conferences are pretty stacked near the top and they just have a lot of really, really bad teams near the bottom. 
but uh, I'm confident in both these teams uh, passing like 45 game win threshold. All right, Julian. This is pick number. Let's go. While you're thinking about it, I'm going to count it up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You have one more pick after this one. After this? Yep. Uh, I, Jesus. I want to say, um, between two, and I don't think I'm going to get one of them on the bounce back. Probably not. I know exactly who you're probably thinking. It's okay, though. <laughs> Be confident. Take the pick. I'm going to take Cleveland Cavaliers wins. That's smart. That's not who I was talking about, but that's smart. I like the Cleveland I'd... Cavaliers wins. I think I, I just think that they're they have more of a proven commodity. They were again they were the four seed last year, before Jared Allen got hurt, and if Darius Garland can stay healthy, I mean they, Darius Garland plays that whole game. I think they beat the Raptors last night. Bingo. Um, one hundred percent, I agree. So I mean Mobley looked really good. I was really impressed with Evan Mobley. Yep. So if he's taking steps forward offensively, that team is going to probably be a top five seed in the East. And I'm a little more confident from what I with what I saw from them and what I've what I expect from them than I am in the other two teams that I was mulling in between. All right. I I'm gonna pull out a strategy. I'm gonna preface something because I have friends that like to gamble and they're gonna appreciate this when they listen to it. Um, I have a friend that went to University of Tennessee. I'm going to leave all the names out for his sake. Um, and he put $500 on Tennessee to against Tennessee in one of their recent wins, not against Alabama, but whatever a couple before that. He was like, he put a 500 on the other team where it was like, if they win, I'm happy. If they lose, I win $500 or whatever the odds were on the 500. So I'm going to take the similar homer approach with that preface, and I'm going to take Lakers losses because after what I saw on Tuesday night. I think they should have been picked five rounds before this. And I that's not a joke. That's not an exaggeration. I don't like to homer anything, and people know that by now. The Lakers stink, and I hope that that's just a testament of if they win, I'm happy. I'm a thrilled fan, and that tries to be as you know unbiased as possible in the media. However, from what I saw, I mean, I'm getting great value. I'm getting almost 50 losses potentially, 40 losses, 30 losses. I mean, I'm getting a swing of 20 points that honestly at this point – could happen either way. Um, I don't think they panic on any kind of trade. I, I'm getting Lakers losses, and I'm totally fine with it. Um, with my other pick, which I believe, is this my last pick? Did I do the math right? One, two, three, four, five. Um, oh, I think I might have missed one on Portland. Uh, who did I take after Portland losses? I missed one. Just double-check me, somebody. Number. You took Thunder. Thunder losses. That's it. I knew that. I, I was look. I'm proud of myself that I only missed one throughout this whole thing. Uh, let's see. Thunder losses to make sure I have that in there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So then this is my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is my last pick. So, uh, if I did the math right, of course, with my final pick, man. Oh, 
there's so many uh there's so many things I want to take, but I just this is where I'm afraid for the audio audience that I'm gonna sit here and hum and haw for way too long. All right, I'll just I'll just talk out loud for a second. I'm between Kings wins and Brooklyn Nets wins or losses. I think the I think the Nets are way too risky. I'll just be straight up. I just I just don't know. They got the brakes beat off of them by Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. However, this is still Trey a team Murphy. for Kevin Durant. And what now? And Trey Murphy. And Trey, Trey Murphy was Trey. really good. He was. Well, in that oh, see, the Brooklyn Nets don't have a guy that can stop Trey Murphy. That's well, they do Ben Simmons, obviously. But like, he's we still this is still a team. Yeah, this is still a team with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the homer pick again. Don't really care at that point. I think I've got plenty of value throughout the board. I think the Kings are I think the Kings are gonna be really good. I think they're gonna be in uh, the play in playoff race there. So I'm gonna take the Kings wins. I don't really want to mess around with the uh, with the Nets. I think it's too stupid and too risky. Uh, now if one of you two takes them, I'm totally gonna be happy and fine with it. But I just Kings wins, and I'm totally fine with it. So, I don't feel great, to be clear. There was a couple of other things that I debated, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not touching the Nets. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't think one of us was. I was really, I, I, was, I was really worried that one of us wasn't going to do it, and I, I was, here we I are. I was mulling them over. I'm, I'm not touching the Nets. I just, I really have, I know, like, that's also part of the reason that I picked the wanted to pick the Pels, um, is I think the Pels are legit. And I think that's part of it, but I, the Nets are. I, I'm not touching the Nets. You didn't take the Pels. I took the Pels. Yeah, I know. Like I said wanted, I wanted. You to wanted take them. The yeah. I right, look. We all wanted the Pels. I think after what we saw, and I was probably going to take them anyway. If even what I didn't see, I thought if they had lost by twenty to Brooklyn, I think I still would have taken them. With yeah. wins, they, yeah, they're a good was, team. That was a great value pick. Um. Last pick. What can, what can you get with Mr. Irrelevant here? I value, think that value, I'm value. confident enough in my picks that I can afford to take a gamble. Yeah? Yeah. That's, that's why I went with King's wins, because that's definitely a gamble. <laughs> I think it'll be re- – I think just – you know what? Nah, to hell with it. I'm taking Lakers wins. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> hey, that's also a risk. That's also a risk, okay? I'm just going to say it. So just uh, Let me say it's, it, okay? It may be. Uh, you know what? I think that I have enough points everywhere else on the board that I can afford to make one pick that might be stupid. I if think they're that, good, though, that's a 40-plus 40, 40 point advantage. That's a good pick. It could be, it could be a my... big swing pick. It could, yeah. And I think that I just – I can't bet against LeBron James, man. I just can't. I know he's old. I know totally much stinks. I know they have zero floor spacing whatsoever. I just have – I see them making a trade. I really do. I think that's kind of what this hinges on. If they don't make a trade, they're probably a 35-win team tops. All right, Caleb, last pick of the Skins draft. Mr. Irrelevant. I feel like this is probably a dumb pick, but I think that there's a world where this – this team, if they do well, could win me this whole thing. I, I want to go – I wanted to make a pick that was against somebody else's. I went into this draft immediately once we changed the premise to being where we could pick a wins and losses that they both could get picked. I wanted to pick one against you or Julian. So I'm going to take the Detroit Pistons wins. Um, and I love it. I love I, it. I genuinely, I genuinely believe that with Sadiq Bey and the composition of this roster going out and getting Bogdanovich in the offseason – um, I think Killian Hayes is not as bad of a player as Twitter makes him out to be. 
Um, I think Jalen Durant is a great pick. Isaiah Stewart. I mean, you got Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham in the backcourt running the show. I don't see how this – I can see a world, world where this team wins 45 games and everybody's extremely shocked. That in the East might be the nine seed too, which is the funniest part about it. That's, that's yeah. I just looked around and said, "There's so many, of, so many of us are picking losses for some of these Eastern Conference teams. Somebody's got to win." And True. I think the Pistons with Cade Cunningham and uh, Jay Nivey um, and Sadiq Bay. I mean, I think Sadiq Bay is the biggest thing that I want to iterate. I think he's he's that piece that makes them a capable team. I, th- I think they're probably going to cap out at forty wins. That's still good value, though. I agree with him on that part of it. If it's 40, that's yeah. 40 more wins than – I mean, that's that's whatever. Who did I t- – I think I took them. No, you took Pistons' uh, losses, Julian. So that would be an eight-point difference between the two of you. Yeah, and I mean, there's always, whatever. Not, there's always a – there's a likely, as likely universe where Kevin Durant or Kyrie don't play half the games for Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, which is why none of us touched them. None of us touched Brooklyn. That was what I was going to say. I didn't take Brooklyn and the Raptors. I just feel like it would be around the same range and maybe don't have the high-end ceiling because of the roster depth as Pistons do. All right, well, Brooklyn, I think we all agree, was the last like pick that was probably questionable that's on the board. So I'll run through everybody's team really quick. Uh, Caleb has Suns wins, uh, Pelicans wins, Hornets wins. Hornets losses. Hornets losses, excuse me. Good, good catch. Uh, Dallas wins. Nuggets wins. Heat wins. Knicks losses. Caleb as Bulls wins. T-Wolves wins. And ended it off with Pistons wins. I was reading it from the draft order that we did. That was very confusing and hard for my brain. Julian ended up with Spurs losses, which I think was should have been the number one overall pick, uh, quite frankly. But... Julian ended up with Spurs losses, uh, Grizz wins. I think that's good value. Uh, Pacers losses, 76ers wins. No, ju- uh, no shock there. Rockets losses, Magic losses, Detroit losses. <laughs> A little bit of a run of losses here. Uh, Clippers wins, Cavs wins, and Lakers wins. So, uh, lastly, your host here, of course, has ended up with Jazz losses, Golden State wins. Boston wins, Milwaukee wins. Wow, I didn't realize how many win teams I picked immediately. Oh, here they are. Uh, Portland losses, Thunder losses, Wizards losses. There we go. Just a string of them in a row. Hawks wins. And I rounded it out with Lakers losses and Kings wins. So, all in all, uh, I'll try my best every, like, 15 games to add it up. It's not going to be easy whatsoever. I'll have to format this a lot better and put our teams in order. I'll do that at some point. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll do like a maybe a quarter of the season update or next time you come on, we'll do an update or whatever. Uh, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to transition now into doing a really, we're going to do it rapid fire style um, because of the sake of getting this episode out quickly. But um, I do just want to hear some award picks. I've already given mine. Um, if you didn't listen, uh, you can go back to last week's. I'm not going to do them now. Uh, I gave about 15 minutes on why and why not. A couple of different reasons, but we're going to do MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Six Man of the Year, MIP, Most Improved Player, of course, and Coach of the Year in that order. So um, without further ado, I'm going to say rapid fire as in 15 to 20 seconds, just because I think if you're convinced enough, then you should be able to convincingly say it in 15 to 20 seconds or 30, whatever. Um, Julian, I'll start with you. MVP of the NBA this year is going to be who and why? Uh, Luke Doncic, if the Mavs win anywhere near 50 games, that roster is terrible around him, so it's going to be because of him. Oh, that was, simple. That was good. I like how you were like, hey, 
they if they stink, well, whatever. But if they're fifty win, that's Luca. Love it. All right, Caleb, MVP. Uh, I've I've Luca. Uh, pretty much for the same reasons. I I mean, when a player can put up a triple double on any given night, he has a good chance of winning an MVP. And when his team might could win 55, 60 games, but that's besides the point. That helps him. All right, rookie of the year. Uh, we'll go with Caleb this time. I got Paolo Boncaro. He was my guy, um, the number one overall pick that, you know, and the number one on my board beforehand. I think he's going to have the biggest offensive role so far as a rookie. I mean, well, we, with what we saw from him last night and in a combination with all of his film and tape as a basketball player, there's no doubt that he's going to, um, you know, team the Magic are going to have the most confidence in him than any other rookie. I thought about Ben Mathern for a second because I'm super high on Ben Mathern, but um, – I think Paolo's got it for sure with the narrative as well. All right. Julian? Uh, it's funny that Caleb mentions Ben Mathern. Before last night, I would have said Ben Rat- Mathern was my sleeper pick. Um, after last night, I think it's got to be Paolo Bancaro. Yeah, that's simple. I mean, I think you sleeper pick, but you were still going to pick Paolo before before Ivey, right? Ivy needs some love here too. but I, I was thinking about Jay Ivy as well. But you would have taken Paolo regardless on Monday, right? You would have taken Paolo regardless, right, Julian? Probably. Probably. I think that's where the NBA's went. I think Keegan Murray's not going to get enough love from anybody right now, uh, but I do think he's going to be very good. Uh, Hopefully he's going to get enough minutes this next year to put the statistical impact, but his impact will be felt on that team for sure. All right. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year, also known as the Rudy Gobert Award. Julian, who do you have? Herb Jones. Um, Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think he, I don't know that he's going to necessarily get it, but I'm very high on the Pelicans this year. You'll see later in my awards. And I think that he deserve is going to deserve it. Um, he is one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA. And I think he's going to put up the stats to prove it. All right. Caleb. Um, I've Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think he's going to come back around and start snagging this award from Rudy Gobert again. Um, undeniably the best player in the world um, and the best defensive player for that matter. Um, the Bucks defense literally filters everything to him. Um, that's how it's designed with their perimeter defenders. So um, he's going to continue to get blocks and steals, etc. And he's a rebound monster. So he's going to put up the numbers and they're going to be winning games and have probably a top five to top 10 defense. All right. The next man, next best man award or six man of the year award. Who do you have, Caleb? Um, well, depending on game started, I didn't like, cause one of them, it could be a teetering starter. Um, so I, I made two picks. I got Jordan Poole and Anthony Simons. Um, both are backup state slated as backup guards behind obviously Curry and Lillard. Um, I think that in terms of backup scoring potential this year, um, this is normally given to a guy who produces a lot of points off the bench. Um, just kind of goes with it. I think Jordan Poole is a really easy pick if he doesn't start more than 41 games or whatever the cutoff is. I believe that is. Um, and then Anthony Simons, I know for sure won't start that many games as long as Dame's healthy. Um, and I think both of those guys are solid picks. Every guess I've ever had on, I'm, I'm the guy that does this. I'm going to make you make the pick. Uh, Anthony Simons. That's what I figured. Yeah, I think that's safer. All right, Julian. Yeah, I'm I'm between two as well. If John Wall does not start 41 games, I'm gonna take John Wall. But if he, if I'm not, because I don't know who the starter is at this point. It's Reggie um, Jackson right now. Okay, then I'm I'm gonna take John Wall. Okay. 
Yeah, as of right now, it's starting out the season with Reggie Jackson is what they've said. So, all right. John Wall, I like John Wall. Obviously, a rally guy. Looking forward to seeing his resurgence back in the NBA. All right, last two uh, quickly. Julian, the most improved player is? You know, I'm I'm, I'm torn on this one, but I think I'm going to take Davion Mitchell. I think the Kings are going to have a year where they improve, and I think a lot of it's going to be based on the two-way play of Davion, Davion Mitchell. I like it. That one feels out of left field, but you know what? If the Kings are good, somebody's got to win something, right? Right? No. All right, uh, <laughs> Caleb, <laughs> most improved player. Uh, I'm taking Kevin Porter Jr. of the Rockets. Ooh, I think that, I like that. Um, you know, he's 22 years old, um, kind of just hitting his stride. At least fi- he's finally found a team. Obviously, got drafted by the Cavs and kind of had a bunch of stuff going around about his name and kind of his work ethic. And now he's kind of found a home with Houston. And I see him and Jalen Green being dynamic backcourt mates. And I think if Jalen Green doesn't win it, Kevin Porter Jr. will win it because both of them are going to score a lot of points this year. <laughs> Yeah, he looked I was really thinking good. About against... Green. Even well, even though the Atlanta game, like obviously Atlanta had twelve steals and they had obviously some of those turnovers were. Turnovers are going to be but... a problem for both of them, but I mean, yeah, that's not the award decider. They're, young guys, they're twenty-two and twenty years old, so not worth the time of the debate right now. But obviously, John Morant winning it last year really clouds this decision because obviously the last two years, you know, you've seen people that's take that's those kinds of guys. Jalen Green, because yeah. of, I think that that'd be a very similar pick but i think if you're actually going off most improved player i think kevin porter jr has displayed tremendous strides in terms of his confidence as a shooter and a creator on offense all right julian most improved player did you give yours yet yeah i said yeah mitchell i was thinking about jalen green okay though i had him on first but i i thought it was he was too much of a star already i don't know all right round us out julian and then caleb after that coach of the year so the easy pick for most people is going to be taylor jenkins but I think it's Willie Green. Um, <laughs> Willie Green's good. I like I like I both think, of those. I, like both I think those. the Pelicans are going to be a, a close to sixty win team this year, and All right. I think Willie Green's going to earn it. I he took them from what a one in fourteen to making the playoffs last year, and the roster significantly improved. So I'm I'm very high on Willie Green the Pelicans this year. Okay, Caleb. Well, it's funny because before we got on the call or like when you told us that we needed to do the research for it, I wrote down Taylor Jenkins. Cause I just genuinely believe he's the best strategical coach in the NBA uh, right now. Um, and then I changed it. Cause I'm like, you know what? They had a really good year last year. I have a hard time seeing them top that. And he didn't win it last year. So I'm going to take Willie green because I think that that was a really good pick, but now I'm like scrambling uh, to find a different option. Um, you can take Willie green. So I'm not going to, no one's going to say, I mean, I'm not going to care. Take Willie green. He's I think I'm going to take Billy Donovan. Um, I think I'm going to take Billy Donovan for the bulls. I think if you're talking about really like a good coach, he's bounced around a lot and he's, you know, he's in Chicago and they have a really, I talked about it on our contenders and pretenders spot. I feel like I've said that multiple times during this recording, but um, you know, they have a really weird roster composition and I just love the way that he manages all their minutes and the rotations that they throw out there. And he's gotten them a lot of guys that aren't known for defense to play really good defense. So, and I think they're going to win 50 something games this year. I have the sleeper pick wins. Billy Donovan sleeper pick. Yeah. I'm Terry rookie of the year sleeper pick. Yeah, I'm a, I'm asleep after hearing the Donovan pick. So, um, last one that I didn't tell you all about because I wanted to put you on the spot because I think this award is hilarious. Uh, who wins the scoring title? Off the top of your head, no reason why. Why? Just 
Who wins the scoring title? Julian? Kevin Durant. Because no one else on that team can score if yeah. Kevin Durant's healthy. You got to pay 55% of the games, but that's not that's not bad. I think he could do that. Caleb? Well, Embiid, I think he's the only player in the league that truly cares about it more than anyone else. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, fellas, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> An unnecessary <skin> shot. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was trying to help you out and keep moving. But all right. Uh, it's a lot of fun. NBA Skins Award uh, draft, whatever you want to call it. That will be a show we do now every year. I absolutely enjoyed it. And I cannot wait to see these tabbed up throughout the year, as well as at All-Star break. I'm going to have this graphic that's got thousands of points on it. We're just going to figure it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, thank you guys again uh, for coming on. All of their links and socials and stuff will be linked below um, on all of the po- uh, podcast platforms, YouTube, et cetera. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see all of the links here uh, for the Two Pointers podcast. Appreciate all the support. Uh, see you on Monday for week one of our reactions. Mm-hmm.